0: Hey, hey, hey! welcome to the Pastor Duke podcast. Thank you for tuning me in today. I pray that God will use me to bring enlightenment to you. A little bit of challenge to step it up for Jesus. Uh, we're going to meet him, it seems to me, very soon. And the Bible says, be you ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. Wow, what days we are living in. Even people who don't know much about the scriptures sense that something big is up. The Ukrainian-Russian war thing is in our face now as I do this podcast today. going to try to bring you some enlightenment and how all of this fits into the biblical scenario. I call my thoughts today northy, southy, easty, (laughs) westy. You'll see what I'm talking about here in a minute. Here we go. I'm getting calls from all over the country, from friends inquiring about the Russian-Ukrainian war and how it all might fit into the biblical prophetic scenario. The very first day I did a podcast on this topic, and hopefully you've already heard that, Lots more information has come in, along with lots more of false information, as it is now day seven in the conflict. As I podcast, I've learned so much more as more information comes in, and you got to sort through it, of course. You know, Satan is a deceiver, he is a propagator of false information, he's a liar from the beginning, and so we need to be very cautious. Uh, What's it, that little song, be careful little ears what you hear, because the devil is whispering to us and trying to bring us into his realm of thinking. It's always best not to believe anything when you first hear it, but wait upon the Lord, wait and verify There is a spiritual warfare going on behind the scenes. It's the big one, the epic battle of the universe, God versus Satan, God versus evil. Here's a rule of thumb for trying to figure it all out, the real truth in these kinds of situations. Number one, don't believe what you first hear. (laughs) Number two, whatever the mainstream media is putting out, uh, I would suggest you don't believe it. Uh, Matter of fact, I would suggest you believe pretty much the opposite of everything they're saying, as I've been following it very closely now for 20 years, especially in these past five years. The mainstream media is no longer the news. It is only a propaganda center. The mainstream groups giving the liberal interpretation of things with lots of false information, false flags, and even Fox News only giving the perhaps a conservative side of the main talking points. But let me tell you, I have no trust in the mainstream media and I have waning trust in Fox news. You must be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove and find other sources of news and then take it all in, think about it, and then you begin to triangulate the truth. You'll get affirmations along the way. And of course, the Word of God is our foundation. We know where things are going to end up. He chose to tell us that. So as things unfold, we're able to discern how it is fitting in. Of course, that's the purpose of this podcast and most of my podcast. In a moment, I'm going to do a two-minute review of my first podcast on the Ukrainian-Russian situation, but now I want to lay out the big prophetic picture about the nation so you can see specifically where this conflict fits in. In the time of the end, which is biblical phraseology, in the time of the end, as the world agenda creeps toward Armageddon, There are four conflicting political power groups, hence my title, Easty-Westy, Northy-Southy. With little old Israel dangling out there trying to stave off extinction, Israel is always the key. It's the north from Israel, the south, the east, and the west. The Jews are God's chosen people. His eye is on Israel. He has regathered his Jewish people into their own land. Officially, Israel reborn among the nations of the world, May 11, 1948, after nearly 2,000 years with no homeland. Their very survival is a sociological miracle. That period of being out of their land from 70 AD to 1948 is called the diaspora. Then another huge biblical event happened June 10th, 1967, as Israel won the miracle six-day war against seven Arab nations and retook their holy city, Jerusalem. I saw that happen on the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. You can go back to my podcast called The Greatest Sign of All and see how God rebirthed his nation against all odds. The greatest sign of all. In our human simplicity and often biblical ignorance, we ask the question, a sincere question in any conflict, well, who's the good guy and uh, who, who's the bad guy? And then we go ahead and root for the good guys. And of course, America and our thinking, we're always the good guys. Here's a huge biblical reality. The Bible says there's none good, no, not one. Of the four political power brokers in the end, none are good. Satan has successfully blinded each group through their lust for power and riches. The end days power blocks are simply the extrapolated power blocks of human history held together by race, geography, and religion. It's not a brand new conflict. It is the resolution of all the old conflicts but in an apocalyptic global proportion in the time of the end in scriptural language we will look at each power block in a bit of detail in a moment but we must find the good guy somewhere <laughs> the good guys are not one of the power blocks the good guys are god's children born again by the spirit of god We call ourselves the church. God calls us the church of Jesus Christ, which is scattered among all the evil groups. Today, the church is persecuted, openly persecuted, in three of these four political groups, the east, the north, and the south. And now, (laughs) in these recent days, especially in COVID times, Persecution is brewing in the last group, which is the West, where we live. Biblicists here in our country are now called deplorable homophobes, xenophobes, and now domestic terrorists. So let's identify the Easty, Westy, Northy, Southy people groups. The East is China, called in Revelation 9, the hordes of the East or the kings of the East. The actual number of their Armageddon army was given 2000 years ago in Revelation 9:16, an army of 200 million, which number Bible skeptics have mocked at as impossible. Till modern days, we are told one in five Chinese are trained and ready for war. One fifth of 1.3 billion far exceeds the needed 200 million scripture wrote about long ago. China is communistic, it is totalitarian, it is atheistic, and it is expansionist. The Church of Jesus in China is mostly underground, some are registered, and all are persecuted. As strict allegiance to the party is demanded, there's no room for Jesus in the CCP. The spirit of Satan rules their party, and global domination is their expressed mission statement. They are knowingly prepared for the ultimate clash with the West. Satan has no plans for China's ultimate victory. He has blinded their minds to Christ and fanned their greedy flames for power and domination. They have their totalitarian human surveillance and control systems in place. The technology has been perfected. Digital IDs are in place. Facial recognition, social credit system, 5G, Skylinks, and huge databases are all set. And their plans are to unleash it all on the world. They are... Who do not believe in God are in complete control of the God, little G, the God of this world. And Satan plans to destroy the Chinese. The spiritual foundation of it all is hell was prepared for the devil and his angels, according to Jesus. Isaiah 5.14 says, hell hath enlarged itself. Satan wants to bring all men into his rebellion and soon his damnation. So there's the easty in our nutshell look at the northeast, southy, easty, westy of the last days political scenario. Now, for the strongest of the four and the most written about in Scripture, the west, which shall be the kingdom of the Antichrist. Daniel gave many details to its rise and its politics in Daniel chapter 2 when Nebuchadnezzar has his dream, again in chapter 7 in Daniel's dream and more of the political activity in Daniel nine twenty four through 27. In a nutshell, the rise and fall of the great world empires, Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome. Rome falls and rises again in the last days scenario and will be led by the infamous Antichrist. The most powerful of the four political power groups will be the West. In the end times, the West being the great power takes us back to Genesis 9, 25 to 27, where God prophesied that the descendants of Noah's son, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, will that Shem and Ham will be subservient to Japheth, and Japheth's descendants would be the Caucasians settling in the West, and they would be the dominant people group politically and militarily throughout history. You see, God laid out, history ahead of time history ain't no mystery and i don't believe that god makes all these things happen he's just omniscient he knows what will happen as he has left man to his own will and god being god omnipotent and omniscient eternal and immutable he already knows what man is going to choose to do so we see the rise again of the Western power, America and all English speaking countries will be part of the West due to their bloodlines and seem to be called in Ezekiel chapter 38, the young lines of Tarshish, who will be in political opposition of Russia, marching against Israel in the latter days, but militarily impotent and not lifting a finger in actual resistance, kind of complaining about what they're doing, but having no power to stop it, and I think that's exactly what we're witnessing today when we turn on the news. The young lions of tarsus they're called, which many scholars believe Tarsus to be England. So if it, Tarsus is England, the young lions thereof are the English-speaking colonies, including America. Today we are watching the globalist vying for power and control. America must be brought to impotence to be blended into the global control. I believe this is exactly what is happening under the Biden administration. Why else would you have open borders? Why else would you put your blessing on Russian energy and shut down your own? Why else (laughs) would you invite the world to come into your country and pay them for coming by their votes, of course? But to weaken America, why else would you leave one-third of your military power in the hands of the Taliban? Why else would you do such incredibly foolish things politically? It's not the agenda for America to be great. It's their agenda for America to be part of the Western bloc, and it's happening at warp speed. These are the exact stated goals of Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, George Soros, and their team It's the fruition of the United Nations Agenda 2030 and the Paris Climate Initiative, Western-led and will be opposed by the other power blocs soon after the globalists gain control of Europe and the Americas. In other words, the battles of the Armageddon campaign are being set as we listen to the news every day. The third power block is called the Kings of the South in Daniel 11, verses 40 through 45. I've landed with many scholars way smarter than I that the Kings of the South will be an Islamic caliphate that is brewing. Islam is being ignored in all of the global developments, and they don't like it As the Chinese have world control as their plan, so does Islam. It will be the Sunni Muslims joining efforts to destroy the West in a decisive battle of the ages where they believe Allah and their soon-to-arrive Mahdi will destroy everything that is not Islam. They are mistaken. (laughs) Uh, They will not gain sovereign control over the world. They will fall. According to Daniel 9.27, the first order of political business for the Western Antichrist, who's coming now into prominence and soon into power, is he will sign a peace treaty, confirm a covenant with the Jewish people trying to settle the Palestinian issue once and for all. Islam's absolute hatred for Israel seems to me to be the trigger that launches the South, power block to attack Israel and their new friend on the block, the Antichrist. You see, Antichrist could set up shop anywhere in the Western world, but in his hatred for God and blasphemy of God will reign in the temple of God in Jerusalem and claim to be God. The Kings of the South are defeated in this attack on Israel and the Western Alliance of the Antichrist. The first battle of Armageddon campaign seems to me to be early in the tribulation when the south comes up against Israel and the Antichrist. The world is watching. They see Islam destroyed, for which the Antichrist takes full credit and solidifies his power base. Battle of Armageddon, number one, the king's of the south are defeated. Now, we'll look at the fourth power block from the north. This is where the Ukrainian-Russia thing comes in, you'll see in a moment. Israel, being the biblical center, of course. Ezekiel 38:39 give fabulous details of ancient Gog, today called Russia, and her specific allies, Iran, Ethiopia, Libya, Turkey, and who to thunk it? Gomer, which is today Germany, will be aligned with Russia? Hey, (laughs) even though Germany has historically hated Russia for many reasons, and Germany has been central to NATO, yet Chancellor Angela Merkel's hatred for Trump and nationalism had her suck up to Putin and work out details for the Nordstrom pipeline to supply Germany with energy from Russia, and instead of leaning on the U.S., which strengthens Russia and weakens America, who supposedly is her ally. Interesting, you know, why would that be? You got to go just another step deeper. Here we go. Interesting, many years ago, Klaus Schwab, founder and president of. Uh, Even today, president of the World Economic Forum, founded in 1972, had trained a group of, quote, young global leaders. Guess who was in that original training group? Angela Merkel from Germany and Justin Trudeau of Canada, along with Boris Johnson in England and Macron. I think it's Anthony Macron of France. dinky? I think not. They were all part of that early globalist political team. No surprise there. Looky what they have done of late. They are loyal to their globalist commitment above their commitment to their own people. Watch it unfold in Germany. Watch it unfold in France and in Canada and in England. Oh my, the deep state is very deep. So many of the Western leaders have been trained and I believe placed as high officials in the Western globalist cabal. I see the Russian invasion of Israel and the Western Antichrist just before the middle of the tribulation where Russia comes down to fight against Israel just before the middle when the Antichrist goes from prominence to absolute global dictatorship. With, of course, China is still out there dangling. The world will be watching, and they will see the supernatural intervention and destruction of the Russian military machine along with all of our allies, and they'll say this, Revelation thirteen four: The world will say, who's able to make war with him? They will have seen Islam fall. The kings of the south go down now. They see the Russian alliance of the north go down. They are believing this Western leader that he may truly be God as he has claimed to be. And China ain't happy as the Antichrist has gained almost all control of the world. I'll jump in here now for a moment with the Russian-Ukraine issue as it's unfolding you know, in the moment. As in my earlier podcast, there are no good guys here at all. Not Russia, not Ukraine, not even America, not NATO. The US and Team Soros have funded 13 bio labs near the Russian-Ukraine border. They've been threatening Russia. They have provoked this. Neo-Nazis are running Ukraine and so much of the deep state money laundering is done through Ukraine. See where most of the Clinton money came from. See who sits on the boards of Ukrainian gas companies and look at their political affiliation here in America. The mainstream media tells you nothing of the corruption. All of the populace of Both Ukraine, Russia, and America, NATO, innocent, innocent populations, but evil governments, corrupt governments, leading all of them. And it's all hitting the fan as Satan has planned. This is the battle of the universe, the epic battle between God and Satan. Bottom line here is how it all fits. Number one, Russia is getting stronger. Number two, America is getting weaker, as fits perfectly into the scenario of Ezekiel 38 and 39. When Russia marches against Israel, America will be impotent. Number three, tensions between NATO and Russia and the U.S. are now off the charts. What's happening there now is minor compared to what is brewing for the Armageddon campaign. There is no place, as I see it, for a world war before the rapture of the church. We're getting close, baby. Jesus is coming. We're going to be out of here. He's going to come to deliver us from this present evil world, Galatians one four. In a moment you think not, the Son of Man cometh. What's happening today in the news, Russia and Ukraine, is not the big one. No nukes will be unleashed until the middle or probably after the middle of the tribulation period where scripture says one third of the world will burn. The rapture of the church takes place prior to this. Thank you, Lord. People say, well, what's holding it all back? Well, I promise you it's not Joe Biden. It's not the democratic or Republican parties in United States politics. It's not the deep States, Klaus Schwab's uh, George Soros, Bill Gates and team. Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2.7 is the key. He who now letteth will let the Holy Spirit until he, the Holy Spirit, be taken out of the way. Then shall that wicked Antichrist be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the brightness of his coming seven years after the Antichrist arises. So we teach the children a little song. He's got the whole world in his hands. And you know what? It's true. He told us the end from the beginning, and I don't like what I see happening, but I ain't surprised. I've cheated and read the Bible 157 times, and God wants us to keep our eyes on him, keep our hand on the plow. That means stay on mission and realize that when he gave all these prophecies, he wasn't kidding. He wants us to know what's happening, man, to be ready for it, Readiness is, I don't think, having a year's supply of food in reserve. Readiness isn't uh, having weapons and things like that, which I do. I have guns, and people say, would you shoot somebody? I say, no, I'm not going to shoot anybody, but they don't know that. (laughs) Just uh, shoot the 12-gauge in the air to ward people off. But I'm not afraid of that, man. Bring it on. we got Jesus. His kingdom is coming, and his will will be done. In the meantime evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived so that's how i see it as the russian ukrainian thing is 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 culminating soon i think russia will just get the eastern part of the ukraine as a buffer zone between nato and i think the world will be finding out just how corrupt ukraine has been how corrupt russia we've already known that But um, I think the thing that's really sad is finding out how corrupt America is, too. And I'm not talking about the American populace, Russian, or Ukrainian peoples. Good people, God loves us all, and the good guys are scattered among us all. And when Jesus comes, we all go home together. Ukrainian, Russian, America, red and yellow, black and white, from every nation, kindred, and tribe. So, until next time, God bless.